It's time to step into the more that God has for you. This is Eunice Lai, and I would like to welcome you to today's episode of Beyond the Building with Laura Pereno and Debbie Kiever of the Beyond Women's Conference. Hi there, friends. We are in week two of 2023, and we are in week two of our new series uh, called Fresh Perspective here at Beyond the Building. And Debbie, I am really excited to look into God's word with you today because we are living in this moment that God has established for us right now, right? Mm -hmm. To speak and share the word of God. And I could not be more excited about what God is doing right now in our story. We're going to look today at God's perspective on our presence, what God is doing in our story right now, what is his perspective on it? I think that word now is, it brings back some, some thoughts in my own head that I'm always, my husband and I have this saying, like uh, to be present in the moment with our kids present with each other. And I don't know that we do so well in Mm. this generation being present in the now. I don't think, I just think it's tough because you hear a lot of people talking about the importance of being present, like, why is it such a big deal? Because I think so many people are trying to, like, they're still present in their past, or you can't be present in your future, and then still be present in the now. And when I talk about being present, it's like, where's your thinking? Where are your emotions sitting? If you, if you want to be now, you can't be in the past or the future. Absolutely. I think it's huge. Um, I think that a majority of us spend most of our time uh, in the past or in the future, right? We are either constantly thinking about what was or Mm -hmm. what will be. Mm -hmm. And yet we see in the word of God that while we are to plan and while we are to reflect, and we'll talk about this a little bit more as we keep going, God calls us to dwell in the present, to be present in the moment, in the now that we're living. And I I think it's interesting. There's a difference. We are all living in today, right? We are all living in the present right now. And that word for live means to, you know, be alive, be alive in our bodies. And so none of us would say, well, we are not living in the present. Of course, we are all, if we are alive, we are alive in the present. But there's a difference between living someplace and dwelling someplace. Mm -hmm. Living means just be physically alive. Dwell means to reside or to make your home. Mm-hmm. And when we look at the word of God, what we're going to see as we, as we go through this today is that we are called to dwell in the present. That means to reside in the present, reside in the now, to make our home in the now. It's where we should invest our time and our heart. You know, going to look at what happens when we don't dwell. Have you ever heard somebody say, I'm still dwelling in the past? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what's that mean? That means that they're still residing in a place that was, mm-hmm. that they're still investing their heart or their right. time in something that isn't any longer. And right. so we're going to look at what happens, what our pers- what happens to our perspective and what God's perspective on our present is and how messed up we can get, honestly, when our perspective is based on residing or dwelling in the past or in the future rather than dwelling in the now. Yeah. And it's going to be fun. I, one of the, one of the Bible characters that we're going to take a look at who I think models this beautifully is David. When you think about David, the shepherd, right? He's, he's young. He's, he's the least important of the sons of Jesse. 
And yet God points him as king, the future king, even while he's still a shepherd and he's, he's got a lot of years continuing as a shepherd, even though he knows he's going to be the next king. He's waiting. He's living in the now, knowing what's coming. And he has this amazing moment where his father sends him, go out to the battlefield and bring food to your brothers who are um, taking a stand. Israel is taking a stand against uh, the Philistines and not doing very well because of, you know, this, this giant named Goliath, who's taunting Israel. David goes out to battle Goliath. And you look at this young shepherd and this monstrous of a giant who's just mouthing off about uh, the God of Israel. That's a huge now moment, man. You better have your brain Absolutely. (laughs) I think it might've been for David up to that point, the biggest now moment that he had been living in. Oh yeah. And and this is why it's so important to be dwelling in the moment, right. And not just living in the moment because David could have had a lot of perspectives on this moment. And, And let's just be real. When we face a big giant, uh, we we can have a lot of perspectives on the moment that we're mm-hmm. living in on our now, right? Uh, David comes into the into the the story here with food that he brought for his brothers. I'm I'm seeing that one of the things that could happen here, right, is he's like, whoa totally freaking me out. I'm just going to drop the food and run and get out of here. Right. Here's your cheese. Peace out. I'm out of here. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, he could have had a perspective, like I'm going back to the fields. Right. I got a job. Yeah. I may be living here, but I want to dwell in the fields. I want to dwell being a shepherd again. I don't really want to be standing in here in this moment. Or like you were just sharing, he knew he was going to be king. He could have said, I may be alive in this moment, but I'd rather dwell on the fact that someday I'm going to sit on the throne of Israel, right? Mm-hmm. He could have had lots of different perspectives on this story, but listen to what David says in 1 Samuel 17, 37. The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. Now listen to the tenses in here, Deb. He said, the Lord who delivered me right? He used to kill the lion and the bear, right? In the past when the sheep would be in danger, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. David is in this crazy, healthy spot, dwelling in his present, aligning his perspective with what he knew to be true of God from his past and what he knew to be true about God in the future. God's perspective always aligns with what is true of him. And that's what we see David going to David in his now in his present aligned his perspective Mm -hmm. with God's perspective. You know, Deb, what do you see in that verse? That's, I mean, I just, that's huge because you, you, you're living in the moment, but you can't not think about something from your past. It depends on what you're focusing on in the past. If you're focusing on how I blew it, yeah. In the past, as opposed to what David did, he looked back and he saw God's faithfulness. Amen. But then it's you're like it's natural to think about the future. I mean, I'm standing in front of a giant. Am I going to die? Am I going to yep. live? And so, but he's he's holding tight yep. to what he knows to be true about the father, about, about God when he looks at the future and the God who was faithful in the past is faithful now, and he will be faithful in the future. In fact, David, you know, he says like he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. Goliath was not the last enemy 
That's that right. David was going to contend with. And his confidence came from the fact that the faithful God of the past, the faithful God of the present is going to continue to be the faithful God of the future. And, and because he, that's what he focused on. If yep. we focus on our part and the mishaps, the things that happen, it's not going to be a confidence booster, but your confidence, your faith always increases when you look at the unchanging God past present and what he says, what is about him now, it's going to be in the future because God himself is immutable. He is incapable of changing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so David uh, chose to trust in that. Like, I love that word immutable, immutable uh, character or quality of God. He chose to dwell in God's perspective of his now Man, mm-hmm. that just makes me, honestly, I, I think so many things we talk about here, Debbie, I just want to say, so this is why we take every thought captive, right? Like, that's what I want to say here, right? David, that verse wasn't even penned yet. David took every thought captive. He took his circumstance captive to God's perspective of his present situation. And he chose to dwell and invest his time and his heart and his thoughts on God's perspective of his now. Right. Even though, uh, you know, he's in this crazy challenge he's never been in before. He's never had to bring down an enemy with a sling and a stone, but he chooses to follow the Lord. And that is something typically, if we are not um, staying in that close relationship with the Lord, if we are not walking and following Jesus, then Deb, we typically don't do this according to our flesh, right? When our flesh encounters a problem, when we encounter a problem and we are trying to do it on our own, we tend to run to a place that feels safe for us. Mm-hmm. It's back or forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got to dwell in the moment that we're in. And instead of trying to change the moment that we're in, change our perspective on the moment that we're in. Mm-hmm. You know, so much of this will impact our emotional health, our mental health, which then of course affects our physical health mm-hmm. because what you're dwelling on is going to develop some patterns, some habits. Uh, and, and when they're, when they're not healthy, we can call them strongholds, yep. you know, where I'm, I'm so accustomed to beating myself up about decisions in the past that that becomes like my go-to. Mm-hmm. And, and once you, once you, if you don't take those thoughts captive, they become a habit and habits that are repeated become strongholds of mindsets, belief systems, and they are unhealthy. And what you're, what you believe, what you're thinking, uh, then deter- then impacts your emotions, and it will absolutely impact the choices that you make. So if you're dwelling in the past, beating yourself up on the on past issues, you're not going to be healthy. You're going to end up more depression. You know, a lot more uh, regret and shame is going to be in front of you. On the flip side, if you're dwelling, putting your tent pegs down. And, and staying in a place of thinking about the future of which you have zero knowledge of, mm-hmm. zero knowledge of, then you'll find yourself uh, playing out scenarios that you, you're really just making up because you don't need anything that's, that's right. That's going right. to happen. And you start worrying. You're worrying over things that you have no control of. Uh, we, there's something called vain imaginations. You know, your imagination just kind of starts wandering and it's in vain. It's like, it's a waste of time Yep. because you are on your perspective, guessing what it's going to look like. Yep. And, and that leads to, again, 
unhealthy thought patterns, unhealthy emotions, and it becomes strongholds. When you hear people say, oh, my whole family's a bunch of warriors. Yep. It's because the family has put their their 10 pegs down and children yep. will copy what their parents are doing. That's right. That's right. Right. Cause you're like, come along with me. Let's worry about the future. That's and, right. And yet that's not the way that God lives. That's right. We have to have God's perspective on our past, our present and our future. And so if we're going to say we need his perspective, let's look at the Bible because right. God tells us what his perspective is. Don't we love that? Like mm-hmm. sometimes we're like, we don't know what God wants. And sometimes it's just like, if we open up the word and we say, God, what do you want? What is your perspective on our story? And if we look at the past, um, God has a different perspective on the past than we typically have on the past when we are not operating in the spirit, right? There are so many passages, Debbie, that we could go to, but Psalm 11990 uh, jumps out at me as I reflect on God's perspective on our past. And it says, your faithfulness continues through all generations. Now that's interesting because it's it's not a verse that says, um, you know, when so-and-so, when Abraham did such and such, I was faithful then, you know, or when you were having a struggle, I was faithful then. This verse says that the faithfulness of God continues through all generations. Well, we know we have generations ahead of us and we have generations behind us, right? So if he is faithful to all generations, then that means that he has been faithful in the past. And so Mm -hmm. I would say, if I were to ask, uh, you know, what is God's perspective on our past? I think God's perspective on our past is this, Deb. I was faithful. I was faithful. Yeah. What about the future? Yeah. First Thessalonians 5, 24, God says, God is faithful and he will do it. I mean, God is not limited by time. He's eternal. So he's fully present, past, present, and future. And he's saying, I, I am faithful now and I mm-hmm. will do it. I will continue to be mm-hmm. faithful again. How do I know that? Because he is immutable. I, the Lord do not change. It says that yep. Malachi, he's incapable of changing. So if he's faithful now, he can't stop being faithful. That's right. In the future. And so you take away with that. He says, I will do that. I will continue to be faithful in your future. That's right. Now it's, Sometimes we may say, well, God, my perspective is that uh, you haven't been faithful because you didn't do what I wanted. Mm. You didn't do what my expectations were. And our pastor TJ had a great um, line not too long ago. I just kind of, I've been chewing on it. It's the importance of my perspective aligning with God's, right? That's the key. And uh, pastor TJ said that if my perspective doesn't align with God's, I'm the one who's wrong. That's right. <laughs> because he's always That's right. right. That's he's right. always right. So I can that's argue right. whatever I want, but if I'm not aligning with him, I'm the one that's off base. That's right. That is so right. All right. So God's perspective on the past is I was faithful. I am faithful. God's perspective on the future is I am faithful. I will be faithful. What does God say about our now? What is God's perspective on our present Man, I love this verse. I know so many people do. Lamentations 3, 22 to 23. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And what does that mean? That means that this morning in my now, in my present, God is faithful. 
right? I feel like just reading these verses that we've just, uh, we've read, Deb, God's perspective on our past, present, and our future is always the same. I'm faithful. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. And if we can align our perspective with his, the regret of the past and the worry of the future would dissipate. Mm-hmm. Aligning our perspective with his is really saying, I am fully surrounded by the faithfulness of God who has never let any one of his children down. Mm. Our perspective changes all of the time. His perspective never does. Mm. If you go back to David, David had an incredible confidence in God's faithfulness and he had God's perspective. Why? Because he was so intimate with the father. And, and as things unfolded in his life, did he do it perfectly all the time? No, but, but he, he really was a, a man after God's own heart. And as he did that, that's why he was such a great King. He was such a great leader because for them, you know, for most of his life, his journey, he had his confidence rooted in the character of God. Yeah. I, I, I almost saw a picture of something, Laura, when um, your perspective is off when you're spinning, you know, when mm-hmm. you are twirling it's kind of funny it's a crazy bat you know race let people spin around and make fun of them as they fall I feel like sometimes life can come at us rather quickly and Mm -hmm. throw us off kind of get us Mm -hmm. in a spin and the the key of getting out of that crazy spinning feeling is to find the one point to fix your eyes on Mm. and and as you just you say i need to stop the world moving just focus on that one stationary object that'll help ground you faster Mm -hmm. coming out of the crazy bad thing it's the same thing for us when life begins to swirl a bit and we feel like it's worth losing some of our bearing i need to go back to the word i need to go back to the word Mm. who he is and what he has promised Amen. As Hebrews 619 says that, that those two things, the fact that we, that God's character doesn't change and his promises are yes. And amen. That becomes the anchor for us emotionally, for our minds, for our hearts. And in that perspective that everything else is going to be fluctuating, but he never does. He's a stationary point. And I think that, that God is faithful in the past, the present and the future becomes one of the things that we need to fix our eyes on as yes. we head into this year, yes. knowing that there's going to be unexpected things. Yes. Knowing that there's going to be times that Satan will try to remind us of screw ups in the past or why we should be worried about the future. He's the father says, look at me now, look at me now, because I'm the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And, yes. and you can bank on that. Yes. You can bank Amen. on that. And that becomes our stability, our point of focus for the, for the year. Yep. Amen. Broken Amen. down to what a whole bunch of little series of, of now moments. Yep. That's oh, right. Man, that is, that is a golden nugget. That one really is. It gives you courage that there's nothing that's going to come across our paths that God didn't see coming. There's not, he doesn't, that he's not preparing us for. Yep. And that, that's a, that's a game changer. Good so, stuff. wow, this is, this is a good series. I mean, I know you and I are loving chewing on this stuff. We are. <laughs> These truths. <laughs> so it. we look forward to um, having you come back in a week to visit with us. And here's where we're going next week, Laura, we're talking about for the planners and us, right? They're, you and I are a bit <laughs> planners. There are times when there is something so unexpected that happens. 
It kind of catches you off guard. The rug is pulled out from under you. How do you gain your perspective in that moment? You know, how do you figure out what God is seeing and what he wants to do in your life in that moment? Yep. So we, we hope you come back, share this um, podcast with a friend, get help encourage other people to get their year started off on the right track. So we just thank you everybody for being with us. God bless you. Have an amazing week. God bless you. Take care. We believe that God will use what was shared to encourage you as you step into the more that he has prepared for you today. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, remember, you were created for more.